Welcome to the Weekend Fun Dump. Today we're drafting a team of MLB players that could be Cowboys. Yeehaw! What is going on, everyone? Well, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the We Got Eyes podcast. My name is Jack. I'm joined here by Lorenzo, and this is our first. I mean, it's Saturday. We're having fun with it. It's going to be a wild pod. Who Really, who knows what's in store? Major weekend vibes. By the way, what a great yeehaw. Have you been working on that? Loosening up the tonsils a little bit? I've been loosening up my tonsils, but not from yeehaw. I've never actually yeehawed before. That was impressive. I was like, oh, we got Thank a you. real live cowboy, and it fit in the theme of the yeah. show. I do what I can. I do what I can. You do what you can. How you doing though? How we're in a weekend now. It's big weekend energy. How you feeling? Big weekend energy. I, our first full week of full time baseball coverage. I'm kind of sleepy. This is what I look forward to during. Like I love watching baseball, but I'm like, yo, can we just do a fun dump pod? Because that's gonna rejuvenate my energy. Yeah. So every Saturday, a, a nice little fun. We'll be dumping on you with a little bit of fun coming to you. Every Saturday will be a fun time. Still talking baseball, but in t- we're not recapping games. We're more just talking about what we want to talk about, some behind the scenes, and then we'll play some games every week. We love games. Big game pod. That's what we built this podcast on. And we'll be doing basically a draft and a rank list every week, you know. So submit stuff you guys want us to draft baseball-wise, what you want us to rank. You can do that on social media, out we got us baseball, on Instagram, TikTok. Send us what you guys want us to rank. Today we're drafting. This one is something I'm very excited for. We are drafting our all-Western MLB team. It's going to be super fun. And then we're going to be ranking days that we like to watch baseball on. So we got a bunch of fun stuff to get to today, Jack. Yes. I mean, really a lot. I mean, Wild West. Who's going to be in our MLB all-team Wild West? Who really knows? But can I get something off my chest? I really needed to tell someone this. Yeah, go off, King. I'm here for you. So I am fat, and I love ice cream, and Ben and Jerry's just released some new flavors. And let me tell you, let me tell you, they released this tiramisu chocolate fudge topped. So it's tiramisu ice cream with a nice little chocolate ganache in the middle and the bottom, and then fudge on the top. So you got to dig through, and then you get a surprise in the bottom. I would never Um, be rich enough to eat tiramisu anything, but keep going. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I have the $3 Ben & Jerry's tiramisu ice cream. But it's really, it's changed my life. I've had it once, and I feel enlightened. I kind of feel what um, Mahatma Gandhi was feeling as he meditated. Ooh, so are you saying that uh, Ben & Jerry's has basically unlocked the secret to Gandhi sinking? On, I mean, if we're just getting real with it, I think Ben & Jerry's is my favorite brand, which Ooh. is crazy because it's an ice cream brand, but they kill it. I mean, their design is sick. Their product is amazing. I mean, I, I would work for them any day. Shark Tank, Ben & Jerry's, ben and Jerry's is getting an investment. My, oh, yeah. Why well, They could buy Shark Tank. They probably could. My question for you. So you had this new flavor of Ben & Jerry ice cream. Where is it ranking? Because I know you're very passionate about ice cream. Like, on your berry, Ben & Jerry's flavor, where is it? Is it like A? Is it S? Is it above? Where? Give us a breakdown, Jack. So I think Ben & Jerry's versus Ice Cream Store, It probably Ben & Jerry's lies at an A while Ice Cream Store lies at an S naturally. But I think the tiramisu crossed the line and the tiramisu wasn't S. It was an explosion of flavor I've never really tasted before. It was an S-tier ice cream, and my palate was—it was—it was an awesome experience. It broke the fourth wall of ice cream flavors. 
it really did. It was terrific. See, I, I envy you, dude, because me eating ice cream, I basically start an atomic bomb inside of my stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, it's like a, you know in those <laughs> movies when there's like the soldier who has to run over the grenade, like, get down, everybody! That's what goes on in my stomach as soon as the first drop of ice cream hits it. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever addressed this, like, on air before, but this is what the Saturday pods are for. Um, follow the TikTok, by the way. We die space ball. Behind the scenes so, content comes soon. Yeah, you won't see any of what we're about to talk about. <laughs> I hope But not. you are violently, um, what's it called? No milky milk. Lactose intolerant. La- you are violently no lactose intolerant. Milk. I like no milky milk better. Yeah. Yo, dude, I come, I look at a cup of milk and my body gets in, fl- it's like fight or flight mode. I either fight and go into pain <laughs> or I'm running to the nearest bathroom. I am oh. always 30 minutes away from the next poop. I'm just all. So, that's why I can't go on like long adventures or something. Cause I'm like, any time now I'm gonna no have to poop. Like it's just destined yeah. to happen. <laughs> Is that why you don't go on quests? No, no quests, no journeys. No quests. I'm terrified yeah. to go on an airplane because I have to already. I already use public best restrooms like a maniac. Like I, <laughs> I'm pooping in a Walmart. It's insane. So I'm terrified to go on the airplane when there's only one bathroom and everybody's there. I'm not ashamed that I'm pooping, but like. I'd take my time. I'm terrified that, like, yeah. Grandma Joe is going to be outside waiting while I'm just <laughs> putting a hole in this airplane. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there's a little bit of a disconnect for me personally because you are no milky milk, scientifically. We've we've established that. So why why are you having the issues? Is this because you just keep drinking the milky milk? Sometimes, man, you got to live on the edge of life. So I like to like, I don't like to drink all of the milk, but like I'll have like a sniff of it just to see how much I can get away with. And it's also just like, dude, I like coffee and coffee creamer is the only thing that makes me happy. I'm not drinking black coffee. I'm not a 75-year-old man with Alzheimer's and a World War II badge. No, I want to <laughs> drink a good cup of coffee with a nice little vanilla cream. And it just puts me down. There's also like 800, 800 other things that do this to my stomach. So it's just part of life. That's true. Yeah. So as we as we record these podcasts and stuff, just know the other half of Lorenzo's chair is just in for a world of hurt. It's you're pain. lucky you're getting the top half of it. Good thing I got like a muting mic. There has been times when I've almost paused the pod halfway through like, Jack, I'm going to the bathroom right now. I'll be back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to go. For, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> So, so now that we've just really scared away most of our audience, that's what this podcast is going to be every week, guys. Like, crap, yeah. just a bunch of stuff. Let's let's um let's go through the the fun stuff that didn't quite make the pods this week, but just baseball stuff we wanted to talk about. Yeah, these are the stuff that kind of caught my attention. These are the storylines that if I wasn't doing a podcast, I'd be like, oh, is anybody talking about these? Because they're kind of funny. So let's talk about mm-hmm. it. Mike Trout hit a home run that literally hit an elementary school. Actually, hit a school. But people say, oh, that one landed on the Bobby Dahlback, hit that one to the highway. This one literally hit a, an elementary school, 444 feet, struck a building at Fundamental Elementary School beyond the left field fence at TD Bank Ballpark in Florida. It left the bat at 110 miles per hour and struck a school. Imagine you were. Wait, okay. What? I have a lot of questions here, but continue. Imagine you're on the playground, little Jackie Jack. Is out there playing kickball with a friend. He's the fastest kid in school. All the girls love him because speed is all that matters when you're a young child. And just a, a meteor that was touched by Mike Trout just bangs off the school. How are you reacting? 
So I'm, I'm hearing the school went into lockdown protocol, and they were stuck there for like four hours. Immediately. And fire Mike Trout's just rounding home. <laughs> and the whole school, not the fire trucks are zooming in. Like, no one no one knows what's happening. Mike Trout's, hey, plus one run. So, But uh, fundamental elementary school, like, if I'm not sending my kid there, if it's called Curtis Fundamental Elementary School, isn't elementary school supposed to be fundamental? Isn't that the whole point? Yeah, this seems like an elementary school for losers. Like, I'm definitely not going here either. There's all, like, the yeah. weird kids go here who, like, are still super into, like, D&D, but, like, they shouldn't yeah. be anymore. <laughs> it's like it's like with sports, with fundamentals. You only get – the word fundamental only comes up if you suck. That if is true. Says, oh, yeah, just keep working on your fundamentals. That means you're awful. Yeah, that means you're never making the team, Timmy. You just get used to that bench, yeah. warm it up for the other players. I also – So have- that – I mean – that ball is the only ball that's going to touch that school that's going to have major league talent. That Ooh, that's a roast of poor fundamental fundamental elementary school. I have a question mm. about the contractors. Who the hell is building an elementary school within home run striking distance of a major league ballpark? That seems like a <laughs> lawsuit. Lady. Dude, imagine you're just outside and Joey Gallo's in town and it's just raining baseballs on you. <laughs> I've seen... This is, I mean, funny you bring this up. I've seen a lot of videos lately where people co- go to baseball fields and they hit home runs and the neighbors come out and they complain because they're like hitting houses and stuff. But do you know that your backyard is a baseball field and that people hit home runs? Like, what are they supposed to do? Oh, you can only hit at 355. If you hit it 400, you're going to hit my hot tub and that's not allowed. Your backyard is a baseball field. What do you expect to happen? Oh, my gosh. They're literally playing hopscotch and dodging meteors at this school. It's terrifying. Yeah. I just saw I saw this, and I thought it was like a prank. Like, it was like one of those uh, things on Twitter. It's like a Jeff Passan parody account that always gets me because I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I assumed this was. I was like, oh, no, this actually happened. That is so cool. Also, well, I guess this also was the spring training field. Technically, because the Blue Jays can't play in Canada, so that's probably why we've never really heard it happen. But 444 feet projected distance, I mean, that's like, I mean, people have hit a lot farther. It's a so bomb. If, 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 it's a bomb, but if it only takes 440 feet to hit the school, imagine if someone hits at 500. Where, what is that hitting? The Capitol building? Tatis hit 461 feet earlier. What is that doing? That's crushing Lucas's window yeah. over a mile. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Yerman Mercedes went 485. Dude. Dude, people are thinking alien. Remember Chicken Little? The sky is falling. That's when people mm-hmm. in that neighborhood are probably think it's happening. Chicken Little also has a baseball scene. Ooh, maybe that what happened is Mike Trout home run landed in the Chicken Little movie, and that's what happened. There could be a cinem- it, a cinematic universe. Is, it it may perhaps be true. It could be developing. Last thing on this is I imagine top three moments in a kid's life is uh, – Seeing Captain America pick up Mjolnir in the Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. getting hit by a Mike Trout home run, and skipping math class. Those are the only things that matter. It would be so bad if it hit a kid. I'd, I'd be really it, sad. It'd it be would awful. be bad, but, but, I would go, but I would look at them and I'd be like, you asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> it would be horrible. I'd be so bad, so sad. Pray, peace, and, peace and love to the family. But if it hit a kid... And that was captured on live television. That would just make my life. What would make my life is if it hit the top of the principal car who was holding a cup of coffee and then did like a half panic fall like "Ah!" and spilled his coffee everywhere. That would be ideal. (laughs) This whole situation gives me like 2005 Disney Channel original movie vibes. Oh, 100%. Oh, 
the principal's intro, car got hit by a baseball. Like the intro to an original movie where they're going to switch bodies or something, and it's just like a cool, yes. like, epic <laughs> yeah. montage, and then bam, baseball in the car. <laughs> yeah, what was with the switching bodies? Like, I thought Freaky Friday was, like, such a normal thing. Like, I thought that happened when you turned, like, 18 or something. Like, th- there's so many versions of that damn movie. I thought it was just science. Yeah, I started scouting my neighbors. I'm like, all right, who's, who's the most athletic here? <laughs> who's, who am I switching? If you could switch bodies with one baseball player, who would it be? Uh, that would be Jose Ramirez, and it'd be so fast because he's the perfect mix of soft but powerful where it'd be like, I'm mm. cu- you can cuddle me. Like, I'm lovable. I'm cute, but I also can hit a home run 800 feet. I think I'm going Joey Wendell. Ooh, good pick. Good and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna become pick. an insurance I'm gonna become an insurance broker and just live a normal life. Yeah, you're definitely having like two mortgages <laughs> and like a kid who disappoints yeah. you at some point in your life. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Oh, yeah. if, Joey if, Wendell hates his kids. That is true. He does, he does if he has them. F- yeah, fishing trips <laughs> with his kids do not exist. Hates them. John, yeah. uh, if you picked John he, Carlos Stanton, I would have been so upset. You, oh, you want abs? Get, get out of here. Yeah. Well, yeah, he doesn't even have abs. He's so big. It's like, oh, what do you want? These giant arms that are so, like, hot. And I just, like, oh. have a bunch of pictures of him on my phone. Like, no. It's just a little lock screen. Oh, who wants yeah. that? Nothing. Your girlfriend asks you, what, what's on your screen, Jack? Nothing. It's business. It's work. <laughs> <laughs> there was some other stuff that happened in baseball. Talking about looking good, the Red Sox released their city jersey. I believe this is the first in a series of six. Am I right? A couple teams are doing this. Like. Yes. There's going to be seven, so this seven. is the first of seven. So we got six more to go, math pod, and they released their city jersey, and I got some takes on this, Jack, but you're kind of like the jersey connoisseur of both of us, so you can go first. So I woke up in the morning, and I saw this. I was a little late to it. I think I slept till 11. I was up till like, 5 in the morning editing this stuff for you guys. Um, Unappreciated. Where was I going? Rascals. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I hope I hope you get hit in the head by a Mike Trout home run at school today. So I loved I loved the jerseys eventually, but I woke up and I hated them. Then like three minutes later, I warmed up to them. I saw the meaning. I liked them. There's a lot of meaning there. It's the Boston Marathon colors, and I think the only way for the Red Sox to pull off a new jersey because we've been begging for this for a while, and we thought it would never happen. The only way they pulled off is if they went way outside the box, and that's what they did. And I think design. Like, it worked. The design works. And I think the fan reaction has been pretty good. I've learned to never take your opinion before noon because you're such an angry morning person. You're a very grumpy man in the morning. I'll be like, Jack, look at this picture of this baby petting this dog. And you're like, fires him into the sun. I'm like, all right, relax. (laughs) Yeah, well, they deserve to be fired into the sun. Um, it's, It's less I'm grumpy. It's more of just sometimes I'm not even awake. That is true. Night time, you're yeah. like a night owl. You're p- four in the morning. You're like, you want to record a clip? I'm like, go away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I agree. Viral. I took me a second to warm up to them too. At first, I was like, yellow on the Red Sox doesn't work. A lot of people have it's been shocking. saying UCLA vibes, which it does kind of fit that uh, mold. Yeah. But I'm in on them. I think they're a look. I like how different they are. Verdugo makes them... Like, Verdugo can steal my future girlfriend any day. If my girlfriend mm-hmm. left me for somebody and was like, oh, I'm going to date Alex Verdugo, I would just be like, congratulations, good for you. I accept this. Yeah. There's, what, what are you going to you'd do wanna, You'd want to go with. I would like to like film your wedding. Maybe? Like, if you're, if you're looking yeah. for a videographer, let me know because that's <laughs> yeah. an honor. So, I'll be the flower girl. Do you, I mean, I, like I, a DJ, I, whatever you want. I'm a utility player. Anything you need for me, I'll <laughs> yeah. be that. Because he looks so good in these jerseys. Even Rafi Devers was looking like a sex icon in them. I think they work. I will say... 
Love the meaning behind it. I think they're a great representation of what we want a city jersey thing to be. I think it fits the city of Boston well. I will say I don't want to see them more than like once or twice. Yeah, they're a cool jersey. But when you think of them playing at Fenway, you're like for a long period of time, you're kind of like, ooh, I I don't know. It's, It's not enough. It's way too different that it works, but it's also way too different that like you can't. Like, you couldn't play that in a playoff series. It's like, a you can't great, wear those like that. It's a great, like, jersey to have, like, your 4th of July jerseys, where you see them, like, once a year. Yeah. But I don't want to see this, like, as, like, 25, 30 games. That might be a little bit much for me, if I'm being honest. It's all, I like them a lot, but it's almost kind of a gimmick. We The meanings there, they look cool. But it's it's not, I mean, I'm interested to see what the other teams do, because there's six other ones. If all the jerseys are, like, really out of the box, or if it was really just that you could only go out of the box with the Red Sox. But, I mean, I know they're going to wear these on the the day of the Boston Marathon, which makes sense. But, like, if you throw these out in, like, middle of August, like, are they going to do that? I don't know. I will say I want to buy one. I do want to buy one. I really want to buy one. Just because they're so weird that I'm like, oh, this could be such a good look. You go to the ballpark wearing a Verdugo City jersey, oof. The old man next to you score is going to notice you. I really wanted to get one, but I don't know if I can rock yellow. It's it's a hard color. A that yellow look. is hard. Yellow's a it's tough look. You really got to feel yourself before you put the yellow on. You got to be like, oh, I'm a hot man. Then you put the yellow on, and you're like, oh, now I'm even hotter. It's a it's a look. Yeah. It's a, you got to be a certain breed of human being to wear yellow good. Yeah, I think just um, the word we're looking for is attractive. Something we don't fall in the category of. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we do a, a no video podcast. Yeah, uh, we do a podcast. <laughs> we do an audio only podcast. <laughs> so that the city jerseys dropped, they looked good. I was I was in on them a little bit, but you know, we'll see how it looks out. But there was not the only fashion thing going on in baseball wait, this wait. week. Sp- talking about the city. Oh, that's called transition, baby. Podcast one on one. How do I get famous? Learn how to transition, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Alonzo broke out some special-looking cleats. By the way, I have a couple points on this, but let me finish. He broke out a couple uh, special pair of cleats. He brought out the Apple cleats to represent the Apple that's in uh, City Field for the Mets home openers mm-hmm. this week. And they were kind of hot. They're like these red high tops. They got basically Apple-colored, Apple-themed. They're cool. I like them. couple things. One, I thought we weren't allowed to do custom cleats. Wasn't this a whole thing last year with Trevor Bauer? Or is it just like you can I, wear them in warm-ups but not games? I think you can wear them, but the MLB has to approve them. And the MLB didn't like – like they'll let some stuff slide, but if it has free Joe Kelly on it, they're probably not going to let it slide. Okay, so that – okay, that makes sense. So a little critique of these cleats. I like the concept, but that green is a tough look to pay, wear with the blue and orange socks. So it's a red cleat base with green laces and a green um, green top, basically, like right under the strap. Like a green tongue. I think that's what you call a shoe. Is a tongue of a shoe? A tongue is the thing that you – yeah. Is under the laces. So the green tongue. And then it goes with the ra- the Mets yellow, uh, orange, and blue socks. And it looks a little mm-hmm. gross. Cleats are cleats are by themselves, good. With the socks, no. So orange, blue, red, and green are all the colors. I mean, he you've got everything on your feet. So I don't – you're just set up to fail, I think. There's too much going on here. Sometimes a less is better. I like the idea, I think, p- below average execution on them. The Mets, I hope the Mets are planned to get 
a city jersey. Ooh, Mets could crush a city jersey. Just don't make it apple themed. I don't like that. Yeah, it's just a huge apple. Yeah, that's definitely not the move. Do you like red apples or green apples? Oh, because I think the the pride of the apple world is the the red Dalla apple. But I feel like that's I I don't really like that one that much. For about 18 years of my life, I did not believe apples tasted different. You could have given me any apple, and I would have been like, this is amazing. Also something I'm allergic to. I can't eat an apple unless it's cooked. Interesting. Yeah. The, so you the were designed to basically just fend for yourself. Yeah, if I was born in the wild, I would be left behind so fast. This guy yeah, can't have milk. He can't have fruit. What can he eat? Yeah. I'm like, I need yeah. a vegan boiled pasta, please. <laughs> You could have been born in the Garden of Eden, and you would have still died, because all they had was apples and milk. If I was born in, like, old civilization, oh my gosh, I am dying of, uh, like, dysentery immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you ever actually play Oregon Trail? Yes, Oregon Trail, ironically. It, it was amazing. I never. I don't think I've ever played a single game, and I don't know how I've gotten this far in life without doing it. I always named my characters something weird, like Santa Claus and Easter Bunny, and then I'd like have them die, and I'm like, oh damn, Santa's dead. Okay, that. Okay, <laughs> serial killer alert. Oh, we're moving on from that. Um, <laughs> it was always so sad. I'm I like, damn, no Christmas. Santa's dead. <laughs> he died of eating a mushroom on the way to Kansas. I was like, what happened here? <laughs> that was the Oregon Trail. It was, it was straight to Kansas. That was the main goal. Um, <laughs> You segued. <laughs> um, speaking of old civilizations, I think it's time for the the Wild West MLB draft. I have never been more excited. I almost purchased a cowboy hat for this because uh, I am a big cowboy mm-hmm. guy at heart. So I Audio almost pod. went out and bought a cowboy hat just for this draft. I have prepared the ultimate version of my MLB team. How are we going to decide who goes first? So the rules are pretty simple. We're going to be each drafting our top five MOB players who we think are the most Western, most cowboy-like. If I, there's a little twist on it because there's only two of us. If I were to draft a player from the Yankees, Jack cannot draft any players from the Yankees. So if you draft a player, that team is removed from the draft. A little bit of a twist on it. I forgot about that rule. <laughs> you forgot about that rule. You can draft the same player from the same team. I okay. just can't double up on your team. I can't be coming into your clan. Okay, okay. You know, Cowboys um, well, moves in I'll, tribes. I'll see if I can make that work. Or I can, I'll, I'll think quick on my feet. So I think how we work this is, so we're going to switch off each draft a player for five rounds. And we're building a team that, there's five cowboys showing up to this old west western looking town in like Texas in like 1830, and if that's where cowboys were, I have no idea really. So I, that sounds right though. And there's five guys rolling up in a cat in a uh, buggy, and they're getting out, and it's like a cool like video game pan with the camera. Who's gonna draft? Who's drafting that better team? The opening of a video game month is perfect way to put it. I love it. Yes. So, do you want the first pick or do you want the uh, the back to backs to start? Because we're gonna be going first, and I the next person gets second, third, the next you, person gets fourth. You can take you can take first pick. First pick. What a gentleman. All right. So, I am very confident in my draft board. I've put many hours by that I mean minutes of prep into this, and I'm confident. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna come off with I think the obvious number one overall pick in the draft, Madison Bumgarner. I'm taking him. I think he's the obvious number one pick. He basically rides horses every day 
for fun. It's all he does. He's a cowboy, does not believe in the internet, does not believe in technology. I don't even need to defend this pick. He is the number one overall pick. Plays for the Arizona Diamondbacks. (laughs) (laughs) He's not the fighter, though. He's the guy that handles, like, the animals. Yeah, in the finances, he's like secretly a con man. In he the does back. the finances. He's a big big yeah. finance guy of the tri- tribe. Yeah. He's like the, you know how they do like uh, the head horse and then two and then two in the back? He's in that second mm-hmm. row who's there, but he's not standing out. But I still think he's an easy Cowboy number one overall pick. Baseball is such a weird sport because it is the only sport that you can be like this professional athlete, be on billboards all the time. But all Madison Bumgarner wants to do is just live on his ranch and like ride horses. He's the he's a modern day cowboy. It's it. So that's why it really is my number one overall pick. I think nobody can argue this. That's it's a good pick. Uh, I didn't even have him on my board, so so I snaked him. <laughs> you snaked him. Yeah, it's a good pick. It's a good pick. So I got the next two. Yeah, you got two in a row. So really cash in here. Okay, my number one overall pick. I'm taking. Roofnet Odor. Ooh, he was on my board. He was high on my yeah. board. You got a good pick. He's a bandit. He's that guy. He's coming in. He's like got two guns. He's like, whoa, 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 he whoa, is whoa, such whoa, a yeah. bandit. He is such yeah, a. He's, he's the bad cowboy in the video game. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, that's so he's good. on the run. He's taking the treasure chest and throwing it in the back of the van, or not the van, the horse. <laughs> throwing it in the back of the horse and just riding off. That is, I. I can't even argue against that pick because the bandit component didn't even cross my mind when I put him on my board. That is so with that weird looking yeah. beard he's rocking. He's such a bandit. Great. That's a really good pick. He's such a bandit. That that that's a that contest Madison Bumgarner. That's a great pick right there. All right, who else mm-hmm. are you taking? Next pick, we've talked about this one a lot. I number two overall pick, I gotta go Chris Paddock. His nickname's the sheriff. He plays in San Diego. I mean, he's just killing it over there, and he—I mean—he looks like a sheriff. That's why he's called the sheriff. So, um, he's more of that leading figure cowboy. I don't know if I'm gonna get my other lead figures in the draft, but with my number my number two overall pick, this could be my like number one guy. He's saying, "Come on, boys!" He's like that guy. See, I like this pick. I think it's a safe pick. Um, because he's, he is named a sheriff. I agree he's a number one guy in his head. I don't think he's a number one guy in reality. So I think he tries yeah. to lead a horseback, like a, a cowboy group, to a duel. And his, his holster gets stuck or something. He doesn't mm-hmm. scream confident cowboy to me. So I like the pick. I think it's a safe pick. But I, yeah, I'm not huge on Chris Paddock as your head cowboy. He's he's insecure. He has some character flaws, but in the end, he will prevail. Yeah, he's definitely the promising young cowboy who's still, like, rebelling against his dad. Like, don't tell me how to ride my steed. I own this steed yeah. type thing. Yeah. Take my safety off. Yeah. Let me let me ride this horse free range. So that's yeah. that's kind of where I go on Chris Paddock. Okay, so I got mm-hmm. two in a row now. Two strong picks by you. Um, I'm going to start off or conclude the second round. Might be a controversial pick. I'm going to go Bryce Harper here. As my next cowboy. And interesting. <clears throat> let me defend. Let me defend. The man's Mr. America. There is nobody who cares more about this country than him. And there was nobody who cared more about the country of America than cowboys. All they wanted was their own land to just farm, praise Jesus, have their flag outside. That's all cowboys did. That's all they wanted to do. 
I don't think any of that is true, but carry on. Let me go. Let me go, King. Let me go. <laughs> I think Bryce Harper would be a great four in a cowboy rotation. I think he's a the guy who has anger management issues, comes in, like gets in a brawl with somebody, but also is secretly like a sniper with his gun. That's kind of where I imagine Bryce Harper. He's got cowboy hair, would look great in a yeah. cowboy hat. He kind of gives me Bounty Hunter vibes where he sticks back. He might take that long shot. Maybe he has a crossbow. <clears throat> bounty Something Hunter, like that. Bounty Hunter works. I can see Bounty Hunter. Yeah. But a part of my uh, cowboy tribe, that's not his role. He he might go do that as a side job. He could have two jobs. That's okay. But I think he fits nicely behind Madison Baumgartner. They're two very different people. So my cowboy organization has some diversity character-wise. So I went Bryce Harper. With my third pick... Mm-hmm. I'm going to rock with Lance Lynn. Now, I feel like this is a safe pick. He's an old guy. He basically doesn't believe in modern-day technology or internet. He is the guy who sits in the corner of the bar with, like, a stick in his mouth who, like, you walk into the bar and goes, oh, who's that? That's old Lance. We don't talk to him. And then he, like, stands Mm -hmm. up and everyone goes, gasp. That's Lance Lynn. So he was on my board, too. For me, he was either the saloon piano player or the main guy. He's burly, but he's like he's not quick with it. But he he got a quick shot, and then he has other people do his bidding. I think he's One the main those. guy too. I just think we just have different ways of his origin story. My origin story for Lance yeah. Lynn is like he had a troubled childhood. He's like sixty five now, and he's in a bar, and like a bunch of young cowboys need mentoring, and then he shows up. Yeah, he could also be the villain pretty easily. Very easily villain. He could, he's a very diverse character in my cowboy world. Yes. So I'm feeling confident yeah. in those two picks. That's not yeah, that that was on my board, so for sure. Do I get two now or just one? No, you get two. Okay. I'm gonna go Lance McCullers. <clears throat> kind of the same he, he wasn't on my board. This is like you're gonna have to defend this one. Same energy as Chris Paddock. Um he's on the Astros. He's kinda got that vibe, that long hair. Um I can just picture him. He's that guy wearing all black. Maybe a mask. He's in the top, top section of the saloon, and he's spitting seeds at a at a pan, and it's tinging around. And someone says, "Where's old Lance?" Oh. And he goes, "Ding!" <laughs> and then you say, "Oh, there's old Lance." You painted a good image. The seeds spitting kind of fit. That kind of worked for yes. me. I had my doubts at first. My only question is: He a pretty boy, or is he like a rough? I feel like he might be like the pretty cowboy who doesn't want to get his hands dirty because he's like, oh, I'm a hot boy. Yeah. I think that's more the Chris Paddock. I think Lance McCullers really goes into, like, the he's got muddy hands. He's 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 getting rough and rowdy. Oh, I really like the all black. That really works. Well, that was a good one. Damn. He, I didn't even have him on my board. It was a sleeper pick. It was, it was a low draft pick. All right, so after this, it gets a little dicey for me. So, so far, I have Odor, Paddock, and McCullers. I'm pretty confident in that. Um, so, next up, I'm going to go Derek Cole. Okay. He's, in my head, kind of cr- like Chris Paddock, but the, like, the ultra version. Um, he's with the long hair. We gotta okay, think we have to preface, hair is this beard. Houston Astros Garrett Cole or New York Yankees? Because yes. New York Yankees Garrett Cole is not surviving in the West. No. It's Astros Derek Cole, and he he's just out there. Maybe it's just I'm picking a lot of Texas players because it just seems like it fits. But which is kind of the point of the game, I guess. But 
Cole is out there, he's shoving. He is the literal sheriff of the West. He's the best out there. He's a sharpshooter. No one can touch him. Um, but he, I mean, he's got a little bit of flaws. He gets boring after a while, but he is the best. So he had to be on my squad. I, I don't hate the Garrett Cole pick. I think it might have been a reach in the Cowboy draft. I think you could have. Mm-hmm. You could have gone someone safer. Um, I like your idea of him being the best, though. I think that works. So now I have two picks. I got some frogs in my throat. I'm going to clear real quick. Are you ready? Here we go. <coughs> Ribbit. <laughs> <laughs> all right frogs are cleared so i got a pick i got two picks now to round up my team and finish up the draft i'm gonna go i can go anywhere here because i got six guys left on my board i'm gonna go brett gardner with my next pick i like his energy as a mm. cowboy who's wearing like brown brown pants and like a tan shirt that don't match and then a bow tie that's the energy i get from him he wears a very big hat that doesn't really work he is my second in command on my squad He's the second guy there. He, like, not a yes man, but he's always there to do what the squad needs, my cowboy group needs. Like, Hale, Lance Lynn will beat up some guy in a bar, and then Brett Gardner will go talk to the other guy. Let's, like, let's not have a duel right now. Let's be reasonable. So he kind of takes the role of mediator in my squad. He's just Mr. Reliable. Okay. I don't hate it. I also don't love it. I think it—I don't see him as a cowboy— I see him more as a jester, so I, t- I kind of see the big cowboy hat. He's not really good at it, um, but he's bald. I think that he's going to get, like, melanoma out there in the sun. That's why he's got a big hat. He's got a, he's got some extra ground to make up for. He's not the style guy of the group. That's okay. where Lance Lang comes in. That's where Mad Bum and Harper come in with their flow. They take care of the style. He's just like the, hey, I'm – he's the Robin to the Batman, and I have my Batman. My fifth guy is Ken Griffey Jr., the infamous Seattle Mariners cowboy hat dugout rally. If you haven't seen it, go look it up on YouTube. Ken Griffey Jr. got the entire Seattle Mariners dugout to wear du- cowboy hats in a game, and I think it was 1999. It's one of my favorite videos on the internet. He is the leader of my cowboy squad. He's got the number one energy. He's the fun guy who walks in, who everybody thinks isn't like super good at being a cowboy because he's so lax, but then he just starts shooting up the place and owning it. He is the number one cowboy of my squad. Okay, I like that one. You, It was tricky at first, but I think it was a good reference, and I, I can see him being that number one dude. He has number um, one. I he's got main energy, and he fits in my squad because I don't have a main guy yet. So this was my whole plan. I thought I could wait on Ken Griffey because I didn't think he would be on your board. I knew I had to go Mad Bum early because I knew he was on your board mm-hmm. and Lance. So I'm like, I got to get Which he guys. wasn't. Surprisingly, it wasn't. So that brings out our final our, our fives. So Jack, tell the people who you're who you drafted. Well, I got one more. Oh, you got one more pick. I do. Oh, I'm sorry. I saw you drafted. Go ahead. My last pick. I'm debating between two guys because Lancelin was my last guy, but you took him. I'm going weird here. I don't know why. I think he's that dude, the old dude in the rocking chair who tells old stories Ooh. that you kind of don't believe him. He can't do it really anymore, but he had a great legacy, and he he's just this. He tells stories about how he could shoot anyone in the distance without even looking. He was a legend. It's Albert Pujols sitting there in that rocking chair with a big hat over his face. I like where you started with this. I really like Albert Pujols, the guy who tells legend. I don't know if he's up. So what was his ba- – okay, got to give me a little bit more of his origin story. How old mm-hmm. is he? Did he? Is he young but got injured in like a cowboy duel? Or is he like super old? No, he's 
he he's the old man. He's not going on the adventures. He's kind of who they bring the gold back to. And and Albert's like, good job. So he's like a sage who gives advice when they need it. Yeah, he's he's the mentor kind of guy. He he's not out there running and gunning with Odor, Paddock, Colin, McCullers. He's trying to he's sitting back and and coaching the squad. So I like your pick. I think it's a good pick. My only critique is is if you guys run into my squad, you only got four cowboys out in tum- tumbling. I got five. So if we get in a duel, numbers why I'm probably gonna win because old Albert's over there sucking on some straws. So I like the pick, I think- but I don't know if it fits your squad very well. You only you only have four too because you got Brett Gardner. Don't you, Brett Gardner? He he might hit you. You don't know. He'll sneak he up might. on you. <laughs> but it's I mean it's you have a better chance to win the lottery. He's more like shining shoes in his day job, and he forgets that there's a, a duel tonight. Hey, cobblers are very important in this era, so don't you hate? We got to look good, feel good. Maybe is that our next one? Cobbler draft? <laughs> Who's the number one baseball cobbler? I will say your yeah. team's hotter than mine. You got Lance McCullers and Garrett Cole on the same team. Houston Astros, Garrett Cole, hot and Chris Paddock got a hotter team. Odor brings us down though. Odor is a tough look. He's but he's the guy that like gets you more girls because in comparison you look so much like Paddock looks way better next to Odor yeah, than just true. alone. So kind of yeah. helps you out. I think Odor is definitely my my favorite pick. Him as a bandit is just so it just feels so right. That one that's I think that's the best value pick of the draft that's a great pick yeah like if and I'm, he was my number one so I, it, it was a risk it was that could that was a hit or miss but i had him on my board you took him a little earlier than i was but your bandit route really worked so your mm-hmm. what's your final five give the people the rundown so we got odor chris paddock Derek cole lance mccullers and old man albert pujols Ooh, I, i'm telling you guys when you vote on instagram at we got us baseball who's got the better squad Keep in mind, Pujols ain't riding. Because I got Ken Griffey Jr., <laughs> Madison Baumgartner, Bryce Harper, Lance Lynn, and Brett Gardner. We got a diverse group of Cowboys out here. They're, my only critique yeah. of my team there might be a bit of a power struggle. Ken Griffey Jr. is the king. But I feel like Mad Bum might get a little bit upset that him and Bryce are on the same level. He goes, I'm older than this guy. I've been through this Cowboy game a little bit longer. So there might be some infighting, but I think Ken Griffey can rein him in. There's definitely a power struggle. And just hearing that top five, Harper and Ken Griffey is a little, like, you, you got to do a good amount of convincing. Griff, Griffey works. Harper might have been a bad pick. You, I, I might have reached um, on Harper, but I think Griffey works. Har- I, could, I can see Harper maybe being, like, that, that guy who's only on the horse. He's, like, super shaggy. Or maybe he's, like, the banjo player. I, I think Bounty Hunter works good for him. I admit he might have been a bit of a reach. It was kind of biased. I had some other guys on my board who I didn't draft. I don't know if you had any guys you didn't draft. I had David Peralta. Yeah. I had Yoenis Cespedes on my board. A couple guys I didn't draft. Ooh. I thought Cespedes would have worked really well. He rode in the Mets spring training once on a cowboy in a cowboy uniform True. on a horse. I thought that would have worked. I like the Peralta one too. That I see that a lot. He's he's like that. He's the the bruiser. Yeah, he's a, he's the tough guy. He's the hey. Like, yeah. he's the guy that Ken Griffey Jr. says, like, talks to a bad guy and then walks out the door and goes, my guy would take care of this, and then Peralta walks in yeah. and whoops your ass. That's how it goes yeah. down. I had, um, the only one I didn't take was Lance Lynn and Will Myers, who's kind of the pretty guy who's who's gunning, but I couldn't, I couldn't pick him. I get, I get the same energy of him as Lance McCullers. If you told me the exact same story about Lance McCullers as you did with Will Myers, I think it would have worked. Yeah. But you can't have two of them on the same squad. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that that just wouldn't work. We all know that. That's just infighting. So yeah, if you guys, who do you think drafted the better cowboy top five cowboy all baseball team? Go vote on Instagram right now at We Got Eyes Baseball on Instagram and on TikTok. We'll post a fun little graphic. Go comment who you think won. Clearly, I won, but this was a fun exercise. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see the results. I think the Harper pick might have tanked the draft for me. I'm a little sad. And I, I mean, if we're going off of Instagram, I think if people see Griffey and don't understand it, that might just devastate your results. It might. There's a lot of backstory. There was a whole plotting. I had yeah. this whole five out laid out. Where I wanted Griffey as the head. So I guess I might have fallen too much. In, I, I stuck with my – no, I'm saying – I stuck with my draft. This was my draft. Yeah, with it, it, with explanation, it worked. You kind of bell-checked the whole thing. You took your best guy last. Yeah, because I knew you weren't going to take him. So it's like a value-wise, yeah, so it's it was a great pick. But we got one Great other game we got to get to, Jack. And then we can like wrap up our Saturday fun dump. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be real fun because weekend is the prime time to watch baseball. I think for most people. It's a good Saturday, yeah. crack open a brewski, pet the dog a little bit, play fetch, and then watch a good game of baseball. But there's a lot of times that are fun to watch baseball in a lot of days. So we're going to rank from 1 to 7 what is the best day to watch baseball to the worst. Now, I have this kind of going as a... Like, we pick, like, Monday night. You have to pick a part of that day, and then we'll rank it. Yes. that makes sense? We're not going to just go yeah. Monday as a whole because Monday it's different. Monday night and Monday day are different. So we can do multiple. We could say Sunday day and Sunday night. Those could be different entities. I agree. And we're going to do our top seven. So do we okay. have to pick one time slot from each day? I think so. Yeah. So you can't double draft Wednesday. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So, like, we're going to be going, okay, if you're going to pick Sunday, if we're going to agree on Sunday as our number one overall pick, hypothetically, we have to go Sunday night is the pick. Okay. So, and we have to agree on these. Yes, this is a this is a collaboration. Yes. So, I'm going to throw up my, so should we, I think we go from first to seven. I think honestly. we go first to seven because I think there's a clear yeah. top three and then it's just an, an S, like an F pool. We would think, but may, we might not agree, so we'll see. So I'm going to throw out my number one. I think it has to be Sunday Night Baseball. Sunday Night Baseball is a consensus number one. I think that's agreed. Okay. I can agree with you on that. Sunday Night Baseball, I the only reason I would like to stop, just for to bring it to the jury, A-Rod mm-hmm. is on Sunday Night Baseball, which has kind of ruined it for me. I mute the TV. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. I agree. I do the same thing. I just wanted to bring it because people will contest that, that A-Rod's on Sunday Night Baseball. But I agree. Sunday Night Baseball is clearly the best time slot. The week's over. Who does anything on a Sunday night? Like, nobody's doing anything. You're sitting at home. You're watching baseball. I'm ignoring my homework. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. That, that's the main reason why it's so much better than the Friday, Saturday, Thursday, even Monday, is because, you. I mean, the weekend just ended, and you never do anything on Sunday night. On Friday, you're doing something, so you miss that big home run. Sunday, you're able to watch it. It's a good time. I mean, it's that 8 o'clock start. So if you're late from home from work, you can go out and like right when it's getting dark, the sunset's hitting, the game starts. There's only one game on, so you can really lock in on that one game. Focus. If you're a team playing on Sunday Night Baseball, everyone who doesn't normally watch your team is watching your team now. So it's super cool because you can be like, yeah, that guy is really good. I like that. Um, True. So that's kind of where I fall. So our number two pick, I'm going to put this out there because you went number one. I want to see if you agree. I think Friday night is the next best time to watch baseball. 
Because Saturday is always tough for me to watch baseball because everyone's got you got stuff going on. Usually you get Saturday day games and a lot of people do like errands and you always got like weird stuff you have to do. You never have like a free Saturday. Friday night, I think is the better time to watch baseball. So I'm debating between two and three between Friday night and Monday night. I also agree those are the next two. I think Friday and Monday yes. are clearly the top three. Sunday, Friday, Monday. So personally, I think Friday, I'm normally more busy, So, but it does suck. But even just knowing it's on is exciting. It's the start of the weekend if you catch that game. So we'll, we can go Friday's number Another two. argument for Friday night baseball is you could crack open a brewski or two, or you could like stay True. up late and sleep in on Saturday, whereas Monday, you got mm-hmm. a Tuesday right around the corner. Nobody likes Tuesdays. Yeah. There's a lot going on. You can't be up till 1 a.m. watching extra innings. You got stuff to do. I agree. So, so number two, Friday Night Baseball. I think Friday Night Baseball is a solid pick. It's also the start of weekend series. So it's like, oh, a bunch of new games, new teams True. in town. This is great. So I think that's a pick. Then Monday Night, I think, is the number three pick. I think we agree on that. Yeah, Monday Night is awesome because it's it kind of sneaks up on you every week because you think, even with football too, you're like, oh, everything's over. But there's one more game to look forward to. And I, if you know me, I love looking forward to things. It's like... It's what keeps me going in life. It's just like, oh, I can, I have ice cream. I have that tiramisu ice cream to eat tonight. Was that this pod I talked about? Yeah, that, that was this pod. It's been a long pod. I'm losing it. Um, yeah, so it, it's just great to know, like, oh, the Red Sox are playing a Monday night baseball. It's ESPN broadcasted. It's People see it. It's a fun time. It's got to be number three. I agree. It's also um, after surviving a Monday. Monday, who got, you got the Monday morning blues? If you're able to survive a Monday and get to Monday Night Baseball, it's elite. The only thing that holds Monday back is Monday Day Games are trash. Yeah, th- those are unfortunate. Nobody's watching. You can't watch that. Yeah, those those are skips. They're, those are big skip games. But not Monday Night Baseball is the next. Not, now we're yeah. getting into the gutters because this is where I feel so like got it could go either way. Tuesday through... We got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. I think the next pick is clear. I think it's Saturday. Saturday day game. Day game. Saturday night game's yep. trash. Saturday day game's elite. Yep. Because you can catch it if you watch Friday night baseball. You can stay up and then wake up, walk, catch a, some of the Saturday day game. Saturday night, I used to, before COVID, I used to like to go out. So I'm not staying home mm-hmm. really and watching the game. I, I'm get, trying to get some, some nighttime activities. So Saturday day game, you know, you kind of chill, nice low-key, get ready for the night. You put on the game. You do a little homework. You, d- you hang out with the dog. I think it's the next best game. Yeah, I, I think that's an easy pick. So now we go. We only got a couple days left. We got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. There's a clear number seven pick, and if we don't agree <laughs> on this, I'm going to be very upset. There's a clear worst day to watch baseball. Okay. But so we'll get there. For number five, I'm going to throw it Thursday. I agree. Thursday yeah. is the next pack side. Because we're leaning yeah. up on the weekend. We're getting there. It's not quite Friday. Sometimes you'll get fresh series starts because you get like four game series. Or you'll get like this weird off day, day hybrid. Like a day game mixed in in the middle of the week, which is really nice if you have a light Thursday workload. You know, stream it. Mm-hmm. I like it. You get a mixture of day and night games. I think it's a good day. I think Thursday, it's not a great day. It's not my ideal day, but it's not the worst. Now, yeah, I mean, it, it's number five out of seven, but I mean, it's it's not even that bad. It is. So now we got Tuesday and Wednesday, and I'm just going to say both of them in order. 
Tuesday is the absolute worst day to watch baseball. It is a trash day. It is my least favorite day of the week. Tuesdays suck. And because baseball, most of your teams are off. Either they're off or you get this weird like two or three night games that I don't really care about. Or this like weird two-game series going. I hate Tuesdays for all sorts of reasons. Tuesday day games are the pit of the world. Yeah, Tuesday day game, you... I don't even know if those are rare, but I mean, kill it on site. It's, it's, I'm not watching this. Get, get it off of my TV. Yeah. It's, I will cry if I see a Tuesday day game. Wednesday is not a great baseball day either. I like Wednesday night. Wednesday night's acceptable because it's just like another night. It doesn't stand out. It's not doing anything yeah. wrong. It's just there. Wednesday day game is kind of like a skip. Like you kind of forget you play, but if it's a Wednesday night game, it's almost that, oh, like we're in the middle of the week, everything's sucking, but the Red Sox, the Angels, the Blue Jays, those teams are on tonight, so I do get to watch them, so that's fun. Tuesday day game is also that moment when you're like, oh, I want to watch the Red Sox tonight. Oh, wait, they're off. It's a Tuesday. Oh, and then Wednesday, it's like, oh, I want to watch, but they're off. We should wrap this part up right now because my fire alarm's going off right now and my house might be burning. Your house could be very easily burning. But that's our, week, that's our weekday draft. Sunday night baseball is the number one, followed by Friday night, followed by Monday night, followed by Saturday, followed by Thursday, then Wednesday, and then Tuesday is the absolute worst day to watch baseball. Jack's house is semi-burning, but we are still going live on air. So that's basically wraps up this episode of our Saturday Fun Dump. If you enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I did just lose my co-host, unfortunately. He's he's currently burning, but it's going to be okay. We have a fire extinguisher. We got ice. That's the whole point. We can cool him down. So make sure you guys go on Instagram right now on TikTok and Instagram at we got ice baseball. Subscribe, comment who won the fantasy draft, who won the cowboy draft today, and who won. The baseball ranking. Do you agree with our baseball rankings? Again, that's at We Got Us Baseball on Instagram and TikTok, at We Got Us BB on Twitter. Tweet us all your questions. And we'll be back Tuesday with another episode of the podcast. So take it easy, guys. And stay tuned.